Manchester United, you should have known the time was coming. The time was coming. I said once before in the past, not too distant past, that anybody can get it. For me, when um, let's say my team struggled and let's say my squad, my club has been struggling for extremely anyone can get it. Meaning you too, you too. And I feel as though this is Groundhog's Day. I feel as though this is Groundhog's Day. It's like history is constantly repeating itself over and over and over. But where are the answers to the questions? Where are the answers to the questions? And there are so many questions and all of these questions lie with Edward Woodward and the board and of course the owners of course the owners i mean what's the best starting 11 don't answer that why football that you are prepared to watch it is not even the kind of football that you are prepared to see it's just that football that makes you want to because no one knows watching and this uh manager that we have ali gonna social ali's at the wheel hey Sure, he's done some good things. Sure, he's done some okay things. But from my point of view, from what I'm seeing, all he's doing or all he has done is divide the fan base, divide the supporters, just like somebody else who should go nameless, like somebody else who should go nameless, even though he has people speaking for him. I'll let you use your imagination for that one. I'll let you use your imagination for that one. Here's a thing. Here is a thing. How many managers do we have to go through before things get turned around? How many managers do we have to uh, sacrifice before we can get back to where we belong? And that is being the best of the best. And if your standards aren't being the best of the best you can't be with us you can't be a part of this what we call manchester united no surprise that I'm here. It should be no surprise to Manchester United. It should be no surprise. I like you. I think you like me. But this relationship that I have with you, this relationship that I have with you, it is driving me insane. It is driving me up the wall. I mean, come on now. It's testing my sensibilities. It is testing everything that I thought that I knew about football. I mean, does it really take a banker to put together a team to put together a football team? So a financial banker, somebody who does business and business type activities is the person who runs the club, is the person who is in charge of everything sport and football related? Really? How has that been working out? How has that been working out? How many trophies has uh, this accounted for? How many league titles have uh, we won? How many champion league titles have we won? How many champion league appearances have we been in? 
under this leadership, under this lack of leadership, under this whatever you want to call it, it doesn't matter because it is not working. It hasn't been working. But if you are a, uh, what do you call it, investor, if you are an investor with this uh, company, this global company, then the banker might be what you want. The banker might be what you want to hear. The banker might be who you want to be in charge of things because it signals to you the person financially. It signals to you the person who is in it for the dividends, who's in it for the money, who's in it for all of the other reasons that supporters would not be supporting the club for even though there'll be a little crossover here and there, but that is besides the point. How can a football team be properly ran by a person who knows nothing about football? Being for the best, but yet preparing for the worst? I mean, should I uh, get into banking? Should I get into the financial world off of my football knowledge? If the roles were reversed, would I be in a position of power that great, that deep? Please answer that question. I am here for that question and I'm here for some other questions too. Like why did it or why is it taking so long? I mean, I do have patience. I have been patient. This is my uh, first Manchester United talking to since the horny football. This is my first Manchester United talking to since the LVG. Well, this is my first attack, attack, attack since the horny football, since the LVG, Larry, not Larry, since the Louis van Gaal horny football. Even though, even though some of you would say, but wasn't you saying that you're a disciple of Jose Mourinho? Hey, hey, if you don't understand jokes, if you don't get jokes, that's okay. That is okay because uh, the banter is coming. The banter is there. The banter is what you seek. Hey, to each his own. I'm here for a different reason, a different cause. I just want my team to be good. I just want my team to be ran properly by a football person, a football man, a football individual. If I wanted someone to uh, run this team in a financial business sense, then somebody who uh, I will name later, someone who I will name later would be probably the best person in charge to do that. This isn't the case. This isn't why I'm here. This isn't why you are here. This isn't why anybody supports the team. For financial reasons? No, no, no. This is sport. This is Manchester United. Manchester United. People would dream to become the football manager of a club like this. And I would say, if you dream to do that, your best opportunity or your best chance to become that individual, you probably have to start out with copying everything that Ed Woodworth has done in the past.
and currently and probably what he's gonna do in the future. Go ahead and mirror everything that you could possibly think of or want to do. Just mirror it into his image and then, and then you might, you might, you may end up being the director of football in name only of a club like Manchester United. I mean, seriously, what's the best start in 11? Seriously, when are we gonna win another league title? Seriously, when are we gonna win a Champions League title? When are we gonna consistently stay in a Champions League? When are we going to have standards where it's league title or bust? You don't win the league, we are upset, we are mad because we are supposed to win the league every year and when it doesn't happen, that is disappointment, that is failure. What happened to that? What happened to standards? What happened to uh, accountability? What happened to, these are goals. If you don't reach, if you don't reach those goals, you're fired, you're sacked, you're no longer wanted here. You have to go away. You have to go somewhere else. What happened to standards? If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. That's my motto. That's my mantra. That's my modus operandi. What is yours? What is yours? Dividends? Uh, stock prices? Stock values? Book values? Stocks per shares? I mean, cents. Since your judgment, your judgment is, it's not up to snuff. It's not up to par. I know this now, or I knew the mighty has fallen. Since United hasn't been what it's used to be. Since United has fallen, or since United has been ran into the ground. I find myself studying dividends. I find myself studying the stock market. I find myself studying everything that has to do with uh, shares and uh, companies and all of the things that has to do with the financial market in the sense of Manchester United because that is giving me an insight into the mind of a banker because I have to think like a banker so I can prepare myself for how my club is going to be ran so I can prepare myself what's going to come next because going off this whim or just thinking like a football person or using my big football brain to try to figure out things try to figure out the direction that Manchester United is going to go it has led me to restless nights it has led me to Sleepless nights is that led me to just feeling like I've been in an abusive relationship. I mean, it really is a abusive relationship. I give my blood, sweat, and tears, heart, emotion, passion, time, time. And my time is extremely valuable. I give all of these things to this club. I give all of these things to the badge. I give all of these things to Manchester United. And it gives me, or a few individuals, give me nothing 
back in return. A few individuals give me heartache in return. A few individuals make me feel like I am less than human and back in return. How do you think other supporters feel? That's not me. How do you think other people will feel? That's not me. How do you think others feel? Probably somewhere, somewhere on the spectrum, somewhere on the spectrum. Manchester United. I'm just gonna say the name. I'm just gonna say the name because I, like I said, previously once before when things seemed like it was gonna go bad horribly bad horribly bad what can we do how do we get that old thing back how do we move forward into the future how do we get the forward thinkers to uh think out a situation to make the club successful in the 22nd century. And I said 22nd on purpose. I said 22nd on purpose because the way things are progressing now, the way things are going now, we can just chalk up the 21st century as an L. We can chalk up the 21st century as an L because of who owns it? The board and Ed Woodward. And by me just saying that name makes me feel some kind of way. By me saying that name makes me feel a little bit dirty. By me saying that name just makes me want to run around in circles until I can't run around in circles anymore. And I fall on the ground and I jump back up and I jump back down and I say, hey, 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 hey. Of course, uh, that's with uh, bells and whistles. Of course, that's with bells and whistles that are available to me. Now, I look like I'm extremely focused. I look like I am calm, but looks can be deceiving. Looks can be deceiving. I'm hurt. I am hurt from the inside out. I'm hurt from the inside out because from what I see, from what my eyes are showing me, from what I'm seeing on the pitch, and by what the PR team, the public relations, Manchester United public relations team, what they are showing and what they are providing me, the information that they are giving me and the rest of us fans across the socials, across the newspapers, across the media in general. There's a disconnect. There is a disconnect. They're saying, one thing, but on the pitch, something completely different is happening. I mean, seriously. One point, one point. Manchester United needed one point from two games. A real, real strong, hardcore mentality would have been, we go for the win. We win. We win. But... I don't know, a more passive, aggressive kind of mentality, go along to get along mentality would be like, you know, all we need is one point out of two games. Let's set up for a draw. Let's set this thing up for a draw. And of course, you don't win anything. You lose 
both matches and you don't win because that mentality that mindset is not a winner's mindset or a winner's mentality so let's just play let's play a game of make-believe and in this game of make-believe let's just say Manchester United would have got that one point to advance to the next segment of the Champions League would have got out of the group stage and would have went to the next segment of Champions League then they would have met up with another team and with this mentality with this mindset I don't think they would advance anyway I don't think they would advance anyway but you can't you can't think that way and turn it off and on you can't have a mindset of when to turn it on and when to turn it off because it just doesn't work that way you have to be on all the time and when you're off that one occasion it's it's a it's an anomaly it's abnormal it's it's something that rarely occurs and you'd be like oh you can chalk that up to an excuse you can chalk that up to something else but you don't let that occur you don't let that happen again because that's a man that's a mentality that is a mindset that is a we win we fight but I know what I know what I, I hear the noise that's out there. I hear the arguments. The arguments are funny. The noise are funny. The agendas are funny. But maybe that's just a foreign thing. Maybe that is just a foreign thing. And me being who I am, and me being a foreigner to this uh, Manchester thing, I'm looking at it from a different perspective. I'm looking at it from in a, a United States perspective. I'm looking at it from the eyes of you play to win sure you might get a draw sure there might be an occasion where you want to uh tie but you don't set up that way you don't say hey i want to tie it's basically i don't want to not lose i don't want to not win but if it occurs if it happens it is what it is it is what it is. I'm just deeply, deeply disturbed of the direction that the club is going. I am deeply, deeply concerned that the club is digging a bigger and bigger hole. And I am not shocked about everything that's happening and occurring around Manchester United because with a lack of leadership when there's a leadership void when there are no strong leaders in a position of power or in a position of control there's a vacuum and what's left in that vacuum is fanatics it was left in that vacuum hooligans what's left in that vacuum are people with agendas what's left in that vacuum is everything but proper leadership so of course there's going to be chaos of course there's going to be noise of course there's going to be all of this stuff that's going around the club and the fan base and the supporters and the organization and everything there are no leaders there are no leaders none we're sorry the number you have dialed is not in service at this time